0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Men TV It is the build-up show, it's Liverpool it's Crystal Palace and at stake a chance for the Mighty Reds to be top at Christmas. In the studio I've got Chris Pajak joining us from home we've got John Machin and James Sutton as well. We're going to be talking about um, we're going to talk about Roy Hodgson's Crystal Palace side, whether they can cause us the same kind of problems that they caused Tottenham last week uh, and what players we will literally have available for this game as ever Um, but before we do we have got a sponsor um, and it is eToro and I want to say first and foremost thank you so much to eToro for sponsoring Redman TV as you may know by now eToro are a global investment platform who sponsor a number of Premier League clubs eToro recently did a survey with football fans we found that just over 80% of Liverpool fans are enjoying matches as much due to lockdown with 73% of fans missing key moments due to distractions whilst watching the game if you've ever wanted to start investing but you just don't seem to have the time then with eToro's cost Copy trader, You can now copy the top-performing investors. This means that when they invest, you make the same investments automatically at no additional cost, meaning you can invest while getting on with your everyday life. If you're looking to begin investing, be sure to use eToro. Use the link in the description to learn more. We discovered this week, Chris, as well off the back of this, that uh, 80% of Liverpool fans, but 90% of Evertonians. 92% of wow. Evertonians aren't enjoying the football. I if they did it now, they
1: do alright after a couple of wins though, eh? You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. But um it's good to it's good to know that they're not dealing with lockdown as well as us. Yeah, as you as you'd imagine. Um That's to, quite,
2: it's, uh, got nothing,
1: to, it's
2: got nothing to do with lockdown. Yeah, they just like 92 percent of episodes don't enjoy football, period.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> absolutely. Um all, all, all
2: lockdowns meant is that they haven't got to go and sit in the pit of misery every week.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and actually the ones who do are happy to be there for the yes. change. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, exactly.
0: It
1: gets to the point, didn't it, a couple of years ago, where they were looking forward to Monday to go to work for five days
0: and and dreading <laughs> the weekends. Yeah anyway good times um, yeah Chris Pagella, Liverpool back on top of the league after the win against Tottenham Hotspur and I said uh, at the top of the show there a win absolutely guarantees cements us being top of the table at Christmas which I, I, I'm not sure will necessarily mean what it what it tends to mean um, for because, us or for normal teams well just in general like yeah because yeah Liverpool still two different do, things Liverpool for a start I to your point I generally speaking on rule of thumb don't often win the league when we're top of Christmas um, but I I think the, because the league is so all up and down, it's so mad, um, I think it will be a tighter run thing this year than it's been in previous years. But it is important. You know, again, you, you, we talk about, we were talking about the um, the 538 stuff, was it? You did know, the other week yeah. the... Um, and the likelihood of winning the Champions League and all that more often than not the team that's top of Christmas does go and win the league so in that regard it is another important step forward
1: yeah no it is and, and the game against Tottenham was massive and this game's just as important now this is the focus for Liverpool um, you know we can forget about that Tottenham we can we can look at it and go yeah we, we spoke about this in the final word Crystal Palace are a bit like a shit Tottenham um, but the focus is purely razor focused almost on, on Crystal Palace now and what they're going to do uh, and we need to go and prove that we can play away from home and start to garner points away from home because now until February, for me, until the Champions League comes back, there is only one focus for this side, and it's the Premier League. And I know we've got FA Cup games, I'm not asked about them. Mm-hmm. Not in this season. I, I really want Liverpool to win the FA Cup at some point. I, again I really I really do that. I do, but not this season. This season's not the time for that. This season's the time for making sure we keep what's ours yeah. and maybe get back what's ours in the European Cup and stuff. So and, and and because it's so difficult and because the winter break's not there anymore, Liverpool and every other team in this league are on the same level. Playing in field right now and that's when we've got to stretch that run out because when the Champions League comes back, I think we're going to go deeper than other teams, not City at the moment because I think they go through. But everyone's playing almost two games a week. That's a good time for us to show that we can deal with that on a consistent long-term basis and put some space between us and
0: anyone else. Absolutely. Then the, Crystal Palace, Dad, we've um, we've got a good record against Palace. I think we you know, we think of Celeste Park as being a bad place to go. We've won our last six, but I think it's telling the four of those six have been 2-1 wins. Um, it, it, it's never a truly pleasant place to go physically as well because it's not a it's it's a, it's not a great way um, in terms of the uh, uh, visibility of the pitch and all that. But it will be a tough game. That being said, I would rather play them this weekend than the than, than Tottenham who had them last weekend.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's a difficult place to go to, but the crowd play a big part in that, and they won't have that now. I think London have just been robbed of their small Three number enough. of fans they can get in so you know it'll be a quieter place than normal I mean Palace are always difficult and they've been having a decent season and yeah. Zahar's back and he looks like he's raring to go he'll give our right side a, a bit of trouble no doubt about it but um, we should be able to win but as Chris alluded to earlier you know our away form isn't great mm-hmm. You know we really do need to step our game up away from home this will be a lovely time to do that
0: this is the this is the thing, isn't it, James? It's a it, Chris is right. It's a big game. It, it is, and I don't feel like this is. We've had a few like after the Lord Mayor shows that like the Midland game was a little bit a little bit like that. For us and Fulham is almost you know it gets in danger of being a yarded because we had so many eyes. I think on Tottenham Hotspur, there's a chance that this game could go exactly like Fulham if we're not very very careful and if we don't pour everything into this match.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think Hodgson will have, you know, will have watched the Fulham game and, and, and seen how they went about it. You know, trying try to trying to play with some possession based football, but equally he'll have he'll have watched the Tottenham game last night as well, and and you know. Seen how close and and you know make no mistake Tottenham could have got something out of that game last night and and some people would say deservedly so because they had opportunities so he'll have he'll have watched those two fixtures you know in, in, intently with this game you, you know all, all managers now they are they're looking to see when they're playing Liverpool because it's their you know it's their biggest game of the season um, I, I I'd be very surprised if 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 Roy doesn't try and go you know, air, air on a, a Jose Mourinho way of, of of trying to stifle the play and and, and not giving us space, but equally not wanting the football too much. If that makes sense, and just letting letting um, Zaha have a bit of freedom. I, I'm not. I think Benteke got sent off last night for them. So I'm not sure if he's going to be in in contention to play. Whether he's got a does he does he get banned now? I assume he does. I'm not sure if it's didn't straight he red. So lose to
0: us, James. Carry on. Should have done our research uh, well, on Palace a
2: little bit more.
3: He yeah. scored last night, didn't he? He did. He Definitely scored, scored last night. We were talking about that. I know he scored,
2: that. but I think it, I, I'm, I'm fairly confident he got sent off, or maybe I've, maybe I've misread it. But, um, somebody that, got sent gonna... off
1: for Palace. And it was Christian Benteke for two yellow cards. James
2: Sutton, ladies and
0: gentlemen. Whoa. Thank you very much. Not it's just a pretty face. Not just um, a, a National Television Awards star.
2: <laughs> so yeah, so I think you know, and I think that's 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 going to change a lot for them because you know he's 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 that target man. He's that bully boy that they you know that they like to they like to use, and he's found a really good home there. But I, I you know I expect it to be look, if we stop Zaha, we basically stop all form of attack because they haven't got that many creative players going forward. They haven't, you know. They've, Townsend can pop up and do a little bit but they haven't got a huge amount and uh, nothing that I think we can't handle
0: yeah I think the, I, the, my my slight concern with the, the lack of Benteke thing I don't fear Benteke anymore I feared Benteke six or seven years ago before when he signed for us. before he signed for Liverpool well before he did his Achilles more accurately <laughs> but yeah before he signed for us yeah um, and this has got a little bit of a shade of the Fulham game about it, Chris. You know, again, they were at, they were without Mitrovic for this one. It means they've got to go with the creative play. So mention their towns and individually, like Zaha has given us some torrid afternoons, but we've largely come out on top of those battles. Eze's had a brilliant season so far for, for Crystal Palace. Is a big threat, and if it means they therefore have to start, they might go back to the towns and Zaha sort of access up front, which is it's again back to the Fulham. It's a different type of threat and actually, in some, some regards probably one that might actually weirdly cause us a few more problems yeah I must admit I was thinking
1: you know I started to think about this game and and I didn't know Benteke had been sent off so I was thinking like actually you might see Nat Phillips if Matip wasn't available to try and deal with the Benteke threat and I'd sort of gone down that thought process um but, but no, it, it it could be completely different because of the players that they've got available to them and stuff. But I just had this sort of vision in my head of, of Roy Hodgson, like he used to do so many times when he was Liverpool manager, watching the Tottenham game last night you know, and just, because <laughs> that's my game plan, just rubbing his
0: face, yeah. uh,
1: just fuming, because that was his game plan and it didn't work with Tottenham and their players. So yeah. how does he think it's going to work with this?
0: The two games a week thing's going to start to bite, I think. And that's why for me, Dad, the comes back to being a decent time for Liverpool to Play them. I know Klopp won't like. I mean, and he and he's said it time and time again. This half twelve kickoff, he hates the early kickoffs. Doubly so because we played obviously late on the Wednesday night as well. It's not the ideal preparation for this. But Crystal, as Chris said before, Crystal Palace are in the same boat. This is their second game of the week, something they're not used to. And the knock-on impact of what we buy, you know, to, if we can just go heavy in this one, there's a week. There's a week between matches for us, which is absolutely almost unheard of this season. Um, yeah. Get so, your
3: slippers out. Put your feet up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Don't be shocked if Liverpool players are all over the world in that in that week, and you know some of them might go and get a bit of sunshine or something just to try and recharge
3: the batteries, and that's just to make that- sure they don't catch COVID. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah. I, you know what?
1: There might be a first opportunity for them to go to Kirby, have a little bit of a training ground exercise, maybe here and there. Like, cause I, I can't imagine they've had much time there.
0: Yeah, been on the pool tables a bit, a bit probably, but not too much on the training pitch. But no, it is. I that, mean, that, that, the, I,
3: the thing about two two games a week for Palace, and we've just found out, we didn't even know Ben Techie had been sent off. The more games you play, the more, there's, the more things happen to you. You yeah. get players sent off, you get players injured players lose form, you know, there's all sorts of things go on. Uh, And in playing two games a week, we've done it and, and we survive it. You know, everyone else has now got to start learning how to do it. Yeah, absolutely. and they've got the
1: early kickoff as well, and they're not used to that. We've been put through that ringer a few times as well.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Just it, obviously. Yeah, there's a couple of things that go in their favour. You mentioned it before because the lack of fans thing is is, is mega. and again. It goes back to it. Fulham had that on their side. We've now had it, had it, had it twice. It is an unfair advantage for teams like us who've, who've got it, <laughs> but that it's only the only a thing if we make it a thing it needs to be an advantage that we take take advantage of and I would much rather play at Selhurst Park without any Crystal Palace fans in it and ha- with them having had the two games a week there's yeah. no excuses, even though we've got our own bank of excuses that we've used. They, they get fucked off out the window because it is a far more level playing field than it's been.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it is, and you know I feel sorry for the the fans of Crystal Palace, but I'm absolutely made up that they're not going to be there at the same point. You right. know what I mean? I, I do. I don't like the fact that this season is going to be unfair on some teams, and I, there is a disparity there clearly. Now, will this even itself out over the course of the season? The no fans fans think I very much doubt it. To be honest, I mean not to dwell on it too much because we shouldn't but like the just how london is built I think they did incredibly not to get into tier three earlier on mm. you know it's just it's sardines isn't it and stuff yeah. like that so I imagine that you know there's going to be a lot of clubs missing a lot of fans all season long and and, and hopefully it doesn't define the season for them because I'd, hate, I'd oh. hate for it to be one of the reasons that like you know when it's close at the bottom of the table and I'm, sorry, I'm not saying Palace are there but th- that disadvantage might cost a lot of money to a club and, and might cause them a few years out the Premier League Yeah
0: absolutely I'm awful. I'm all for magnanimous football in certain regards but I'm also all for Liverpool winning the league again so any disadvantage that performs us I can, I can feel the pain but I can also be hypocritical and, and, and hope that Absolutely. it doesn't happen to us it happens to everyone else uh, right we're going to take a very short break uh, we've got a trivia question to keep you tied over till then uh, from which club did former Liverpool manager Shudders Roy Hodgson sign Shudders Christian Poulsen yeah Uh, If you know that one, you're a genius. Check back in a moment or two uh, and yes for the answer and we'll be chatting about how Liverpool and what Liverpool do in terms of an 11 that's going to be taken to the pitch on Sellers Park. The weekend. The second Red Men TV book, Champions of Everything, is available for sale right now. It comes in two editions the standard edition and the special edition, which comes signed with a custom message of your choice and with a limited edition Red Men TV sticker pack as well. The book is huge. It is A4 size and it is chock full of insight. Photographs uh, from around the world following the mighty Reds who are reigning European champions, who won the Super Cup, who became champions of the world and then capped it all off with a 19th league title becoming champions of England the book looks at the highs lows absolute insanity and bitterness of rival fans and some of the craziness from our own fan base as well along the way it is available now on the Redmen TV store get involved
3: in four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
0: There we go. Yes, do get the uh, book ordered. Uh, we, uh, we can't guarantee Christmas delivery at this point just because of what the Royal Mail are saying. You never know. You might get it, but obviously you can get yourself one um, lined up for post-Christmas and some uh, some after-Christmas prezzies to treat yourself and all that kind of stuff. But yes, um, the trivia question was from which club did Roy Hodgson um, sign Christian Poulsen. Chris Pajac? No idea whatsoever. Dad, not even an inkling,
3: Dad. No clue. No clue. James Sutton? Not a. Not was it
1: a Danish plan. side or was it, I've got a sneaky feeling it was an Italian side? It
0: was an Italian side. Santoria? No. Juventus. Fuck off! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten that as well. I saw it. Was genuinely shocked by it. Yeah. Did Juventus. We signed them from Juventus.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Outrageous absolutely outrageous we signed him for 4.5 million million pounds from Juventus I think I, I, it might have even gone up based on performance as well Like, how what, did yeah, we so get, what, what on up earth then. did he do <laughs> not on his performance uh, LRC history's got it his transfer fee may increase by a further million considering his achievements for the Slippos also it wouldn't have done no it wouldn't have gone up we could we could have ended up paying 5.5 million pounds for Christian and there you go um, they've but, had our pants down there you haven't they? yeah absolutely um, Right, Are you in about that? yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, right. Um, let's get to, to Liverpool then. And and Chris, um, Naby and Ox not used at all since returning to fitness. You know, both of them then on the bench uh, in midweek. Naby comes tantalisingly close to getting three <laughs> seconds of football. Uh, dozens, but they're they they're the ones. And there's there's, there's going to be two schools of thought. It's and it probably end up will be in a hybrid, of course. Of this, but ask all the lads to go again, knowing they've got a week off. But equally, you've got Naby and Ox who will be banging on the door saying, "Come on, get get me some game time, get me up to speed."
1: Yeah, I think I think last night I was thinking we're going to make a change in midfield. Um, when the game was going on, when I saw the fact that Yagen wasn't going to make substitutes, uh, obviously tries with three minutes to go, but it's it's a token gesture if nothing else, isn't it? So uh, I I think I I think I stand by that. Just I, I, it's hard to call because I can absolutely see him saying go again, but. Um, I, th- I think it might be Kurt. Yeah. I think it might be Kurt.
0: And I think that's that's fair. We did a big chat about him, Dad, on the final word show, Curtis Jones and how wonderful he is and what a great talent and how is he, you know, it's it's now his shirt and, you know, if everyone's fit, you know, he won't be able to get, be dislodged from this side. But also, he's, he's 19 years old. We need to manage his development and if we do have lads, there's lads who need, there's lads who need game time. I, I kind of agree with Curtis. I don't think Kurt needs the rest physically, but, we might find that he's the one who just comes out because the other lads are senior pros and they're used to going hard.
3: Yeah, I I mean, I'd I'd love us to just go the same, but, you know, it's a difficult world at the moment with the injuries we've had and trying to manage players to make sure they don't get any more. And and Curtis, he's 19, you know, to play him two games a week again and again and again is, is going to ask a bit much for him. And at some point, you've got to get... Cater and, and Ox into the team to get some match fitness. I for that reason, I can't see Ox getting a start. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably a too big a step to throw him in, in for 90 minutes. Uh, but yeah. I, I, I would fully expect Cater to get a run out. Yeah, um, and Cater and does. Just the freshness of it.
0: Kate is a good example of this change where yeah, whenever he's fit, he just goes back into the team largely, you know, and we. But he's the one we have to be careful. With. But again, I don't know where I fall on Naby at the moment because I like. Is he, uh, does he need 30 minutes? Does he just do you just give give him a start? You, you, you never know what's going to be the thing that injures him next. Um so you know Katie will probably be involved. And then again, it's down it's down to Oxley Chamberlain. You know, he's back after a long injury now. Is it more a case of maybe that? maybe Nabi gets 60 and Ox gets 30 in this?
2: Yeah, it's 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 possible. I wouldn't be surprised to see Nabby start at all, like like John was saying before. But I think what Curtis Jones has done is, is is made himself really really important at the moment. He's a really really important player, you know, with with the injuries, but also, you know, he's grabbing these games by the scruff of the neck and delivering frequently consistency. Um, so it's 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 difficult to take him out of the lineup and and kind of justify that. I think, but right now, you know, these blocks of games. If we get through this game, like you say, we've got a week off before our little Christmas block. I think we've got three. We've got three or four games before mid-January now, and there's a, I think there's a cup game in there as well, and that's the next block of games. So you get through this one if we, you know, top of the league at Christmas. It's a fantastic, fantastic result. Um, and, and Klopp talks about rhythm with these players. You know, they they have to find the rhythm, um, and that's what the, yeah, that's what both Ox and Nabi have, have been missing. But yeah, I'd expect I'd expect to see um, Nabi Kite start. I mean, what what a lovely position to be in to be able to bring Curtis Jones off the bench for, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour if we need something going forward. Yeah,
0: definitely. And it's a good game, I think, in regards... to We've talked about Tottenham Hotspur and how they set up. We know Palace are going to set up. And actually, it, it, you could do something worse than, than start Ox and Nabby in this one because Crystal Palace are not going to be coming at us constantly. They're going to set us the challenge of breaking them down. It's not outside the rounds of possibility. We just go more attacking.
1: No, no, it isn't. I think the conventional wisdom would probably be that Ox gets the start in that he's been on the bench for a game longer than Naby yeah. but I think John's point's absolutely spot on is that Ox hasn't played for so long I think it's what John was alluding to and I agree with that Naby's clearly just going to be closer to fitness so if there's a lad that can do 60 it's probably going to be Nabby. I uh, I wouldn't be shocked if it was Tacky mate to be honest and, and I think you know we get excited about new signings coming back and all that type of stuff but Tacky's started to play all right in that midfield role as well. I don't think we can forget him is what I'm saying. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was any of the three of them, to be honest with you. But yeah, I think, you know, either way, what you're saying is if you're playing Cater or Ox, you're already in a world where you're making a sub Mm -hmm. Uh, at 60, probably. And I'm not sure Klopp likes to get into those situations. I think it's more likely he does that in a Champions League game when you've got the five subs than maybe the Premier League. But yeah. he knows how close they are to fitness. He knows how long they're going to be, la- be able to last. So it's guesswork for me more than anything. I,
0: I just, again, okay, it goes back to my point of origin, is I I just, I've got a sneaky feeling this will be as close to the midweek team as possible because he just says to them, right, lads, you're all hurting, we'll go again. You're hurting, he's hurting, shut up. Shut up about it, everyone's hurting. Let's just, let's just go hard on this because I think they all know They'll all be they'll all be keen to avoid another Fulham like situation. And because there's not the play they're really playing for something. Now they're not playing for opportunity. They're playing for to maintain the place that they all rightly believe is theirs. That would that wouldn't surprise me either. The Minamino stuff's actually not even considered. I, I actually wonder, um, Dad, whether We might, if you've got Kater and you've got Oxford, that might be the end of the the Minamino midfield experiment for a while. And you could actually see him back in rotation with Bobby Firmino or something. Um, And it's probably not a bad game to do it. If you want to keep Mane and Salah on the pitch, you change Tacky up, you've refreshed things, but you've still got a pretty good side in there.
3: Yeah, I mean, when Chris said, we don't want to forget Tacky, I thought, oh, bloody hell, I forgot about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But uh, to be honest, Kl- Klopp surprises us quite a lot, and it wouldn't if we turned out to play tacky and Cater, and give either Henderson or Shinny Win- a rest. That would that would be real Klopp, you know. Uh, it'd be something we hadn't really considered. Uh, so it's just difficult to know. But I think he's not going to give most of his defenders a rest. Maybe Matip might come back in, or, or as you say, Phillips might have a run. Uh, and I don't think the forwards now that Jotter's injured are going to change. So he's re- we're really only talking about who are, who are the midfield three, and do do you rotate them to give them a bit of a rest or not? You know, yeah. I think Henderson would be livid if he was missing another game. But yeah. then you, watch him. you know.
1: You know, Amazon's play Trent in the six, lads. <laughs> and this is the game. Yeah. This is it where Trent takes that centre midfield <laughs> role from yeah. everybody, and
0: Fabinho is now just the centre back. I was genuinely thinking about this the other day about how, like, I wondered how far away we were from having just having to do that, just in terms of injuries. Um, just quickly uh, before we head, to, we head towards wrapping the show up, Jays chance to just give Joe Matab actually two weeks off with this. You know, Williams has been really good. Fabinho's done a good job there. You know, that's that would be a, that could be something. That, Important to just getting Matt up through January is to give him this I love that. just give him this game off, even if he is fit. I,
2: I before the Tottenham game, I'd have I, I'd have said, yeah, let's bring Matt back as quickly as possible. After the Tottenham game, I'm absolutely happy with that back four. I am more than happy with the performance that Reese and, and Fab put in together. I think they were I think I think having having that the assurance of having Fabinho next to you and having someone like Jordan Henderson in front of you gives gives Reese that kind of um, just that help and that support that he needs and I don't I, I think if, I think. yeah on the back of the Tottenham result I don't think you change that at all I don't think you move anyone there
0: Absolutely um, some massive games this weekend and given how congested the whole top of the league is Southampton City like, Southampton good for yeah absolutely Everton Arsenal Spurs
1: Leicester.
0: Mm, I think that's Everton win that. Well, yeah, yeah, but like, it's mad, isn't it? You know, that a win there for Arsenal changes their fortunes, puts Everton back in the doldrums. Everton absolutely flying, start to to catapult themselves into top four conversations. All that's our gone if Everton win. I think so. Yeah. Um, Spurs Spurs Leicester massive game in terms of the top of the league. Anti football versus football version two. Yeah, absolutely. Man United Leeds What a mid table clash that's going to be. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Leeds beat them. Uh, Did you
1: see them last 15 in that game last night? They were unbelievable.
0: Yeah. And Chelsea, West Ham, even that's not as cutting. I get on paper, you go, to, but it's London Derby, West Ham, you know, okay, they had the draw and Are they in the, the, draw the top and half of the table. Well, West Ham were in touching distance at oh, the top, West the top Ham 4 of the Chelsea they? don't beat top half of the table sides. There you go. Massive weekend of football. Six point gap. Um, we're going to be talking all about <laughs> this stuff at the weekend, of course. Um, and yeah, we'll have this chance ahead of them. What what do we think the score is going to be? Um, and is anyone brave enough to have it not be a 2 1 prediction, Dad?
3: No. I'd I'd really love to say we're going to batter them it's going to be 6-0 or something but I I can't get away from the notion that it's going to be close so 1-0 2-1 yeah what the hell James I hope it's 2-1 so we score two goals yeah
2: I I I think one nil. I'd I'd love another clean sheet. You know, it's we need to start getting more clean sheets. I know we've had defensive problems and injuries, but it'd be really really great to not to go away and not concede. I yeah. think that's I think that's going to be hugely hugely important. And our away form hasn't exactly been fantastic recently. So I'd um, take a one nil. That'd do for me. Just
1: just get the win. Just fucking win. Yeah. Um. I mean, absolutely. I I think it's going to be three 0 to Liverpool. I think we come out and we play in the same way, and we're emboldened by our performance midweek, and we and we want that week off, and we just see not the side that played against Fulham, but the side that played against Tottenham.
0: I genuinely, I agree, uh, and and it's it's hard because I keep thinking this about away games, and we've been teared away from home in the league this season. Where we take seven points in total to, on on our travels, which is horrendous. It's one win and four draws, isn't it? Yeah, I just, my, my, my gut feeling on this is exactly that. I think, we remember when we came back from Qatar last year and we had the, and we had the Leicester game and everyone was like, oh God, they're going to be knackered there. And I think I, that's my feeling. My feeling, part of me looks at it and goes, surely Liverpool make a bit of a struggle of this because Palace are very good defensively and you know, it's a hard place to go and all those contributing factors. I just have this feeling that Liverpool just go, this is a chance to flex. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if we did absolutely hammer them, if this was like a 4-0 four, a, a four or more to Liverpool. but Nine. Yeah, why not? Um, right, let us know yours in the, uh, your score predictions in the comments below. Uh, Chris will be doing the Start 11 prediction show. If you've not checked that out already, do. Um, and of course, it is the perfect time to sign up to the theredmentv.com if you haven't done so already, because the Mighty Reds are top of the league. we're just boss we're just boss and you know it and if you want to revel in that with more Liverpool content each and every week uh, then help to uh, help to support us and get yourselves fill your boots full of amazing content Um, gents thank you so much that's been absolutely wonderful hopefully the game will be we'll be back live with the watch along commentary uh, 15 minutes before kickoff so quarter past 12 for that an hour and five minutes before if you want the team reaction Uh, and yeah we hope to see you there see you all soon Ta-da. Hey everyone, just want to let you know we've got an incredible prize available for you. It is a signed John Barnes print, limited edition, just 100 of these in the entire world. This is, in fact, number 11 of 100, signed by Digger himself. And it is available if you are a subscriber to the club legend here on the TV.com We've also got a signed Jordan Henderson Champions t shirt as well, which will be going up next week. But if you want to win this prize, get signed up or, of course, upgrade from your standard subscription. And in addition to that, as well, you get access to our Discord group. You get free merchandise. You get loads of extra bonuses and perks as well. What an absolute belter! Get involved. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more.